I hope you get dentist. Hi, BP. <clears throat> I didn't check to see if you, I know you posted a picture. I just don't know if you post, if I saw, I didn't see it this morning. Hi, Yancy. Hi, chill, Jelle. How are you guys? Oh, I'm totally stuck here. Let's see. <laughs> I hope y'all are well. Why, thank you, sir. It's so good to see your face again, chill jelly. All right, I'm going to get, do this welcome. Hello, welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I'm DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you. And hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat. Um, so yeah, we have a lot to go over today. Trending, the word of the day, all that good stuff. And today's the first, hi, Manny Jay. Today's the first day that we're doing the, um, oh, the donuts. I did see the donuts. I did see the donuts. Those were yummy looking. Um, what was I saying? Oh, sorry. Um, Dark Shadows. We're, this is the first time we're going to... Hi, Mike. We're doing the um, soundtrack for Dark Shadows in the music segment. So that will be interesting. It'll be um, kind of fun to try to do. I've never seen the movie, so it'll be good. Um, so today, Wednesday, August 9th, um, Jennifer Volume one level mean? Turn it down? I don't understand. Better? Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, guys. How about I'll just turn it down off? I don't know why it was up so loud. Keeps going up and down and up and down. Anyway, um, yeah, these thunderstorms, crazy. I'm so sick of hail ruining stuff. We just got our roof fixed. We're still fighting to get um, paint and stuff redone, but it's just crazy. Anyway, so around the world, around the world in Canada, um, for my um, Canada family in Wallen. Um, 69, expect sunny skies, around 80 degree, very humid in the 80s. Um, BP, you already know, you've been out there, 68 and sunny, mostly sunny skies around 83. For my beautiful girls in Arizona, Tucson, 76, partly cloudy, expect sunny skies, 102. You guys are finally under 110. I can't believe it, Hanny. <laughs> Phoenix, 88, partly cloudy, expect sunny skies, 
with a high um, of 106. So it's still hot. It's still very hot, but um, it's just not as hot as you guys have been. But, um, and I'm wondering, like you said, you're like, oh, we can breathe and it's still 106. So crazy. Yeah. When it gets that hot, it's nice when it just cools down just a little bit. All right. So we're going to get quickly into um, the word of the day and quote and stuff. So then we can play, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Hi, Shelby. Um, see if anybody's got quicker fingers than Mr. Yancey. All right, so the word of the day today is empowerment or like self-empowered. Self-empowered. Um, the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights. Um, and be forewarned. Once you decide to finally, you're finally worth growth and you're becoming stronger and claiming your rights, people that are very close to you don't like that that much and might just leave your life. Um, it's hard, but your worth, your worth is more important than that. And if it takes you seeing your eyes being open to that so-called um, friendship, acquaintance, whatever you want to call it, then not you're better off. So anyway, quote of the day. Um, hi, Shelby. So good to see you. Um, hi, Jimmy. So quote of the day, you may not control all events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. That's a great one. And that's by Maya Angelou. Um, another one by Steve Marabelli. Um, is you were put on this earth to achieve your greatest self. To, so live out your purpose and do it courageously, for sure. Okay, so about what is empowerment or self-empowerment? Self-empowerment is the process which leads people to exert greater control over their lives. Um, I have personally done so just by putting on my big girl panties and starting this podcast by myself. That was really hard. Self-empowerment in its simplest form means taking charge of your own life through the decisions you make every day. It means not giving away your power by allowing others to make decisions for you. It is also, it also means to take charge of your destiny, make positive choices and act on them with confidence. It means being aware of your strengths and weaknesses and motivated to learn and achieve. It also means having the confidence to ask for help when you need it and the courage to help others when you can. Um, when self-empowerment becomes a priority, you feel more confident and focused about the things you hope to achieve. You won't sweat obstacles or inconveniences because you'll trust that you have what it takes to overcome them. Um, you'll understand your strengths and weaknesses and use that information to pursue the success on the terms that are right for you. Being self-empowered leads to a happier, more successful life. Um, so for the betterment of yourself, stop under, underestimating yourself and fill yourself with a lot of good people and um, just go for it. <laughs> you, you have what it takes to be able to do what you want to do. So that is what I have to say about self-empowerment. So thank you guys. Anyway, um, what time is it? I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start the um, game around eight. So, uh, yeah, those are, they are good quotes. Um, they are really good quotes. Uh, I'm just like, where 
to think of. I missed the page. Um, because you can't, like the first one, you may not control all the events that happen to you, but you don't, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. That's a hard one when you're going through something difficult, um, not to let it overpower every single thing in your life, you know, um, your decisions, all of that, and not to become a victim. I've acted like a victim way too much in my life. I know it way too, way too easily. So yeah, um, you're way, you're more important than that. So don't, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Uh, keeping good people in your life can change your world too. Yeah, absolutely. 100% Hanny. Uh, the more you fill yourself with people that um, because you'll have the ones, like I said before, and they kind of make you feel like, oh, can, can you trust anybody again? But there's always, um, you, you just have to be careful and you, you feel yourself and you'll understand, you know, um, I know you guys all in here are just like family to me. You know, you're all very, very close and um, I appreciate y'all very, very much. So yeah, keep yourself surrounded by good people. You are correct, Miss Hanny J. Um, so, aw, thanks, Shelby. Um, and oh, hi, welcome, K U M K Q G W R. Good to see you. Thank you guys for the likes. All right, so, um, we have, I have two things. We can either go over just for, you know, six minutes, <laughs> 16 slang terms that the Gen Zeners are using. Or, um, this was American voted for their top favorite on-screen TV families. So if you want to know what those are, or the slang words, what do you think? Guys, <laughs> which one? And I'll go over those for a little bit before we get into um, the game and then we'll do the soundtrack for Dark Shadows today. So that'll be fun. Sing. All right, Hanny J for you, girl. So these are 16 slang terms Gen Zeners are using in 2023. Yeah, I probably should do this because I, I was reading some of these and I'm like, what? They use that for why? <clears throat> some of these, I think they make more um, difficult. Okay, this one it's called It's Giving. It's Giving can be used as a way to compare someone or something. Um, hold on a second. Why is this music so that. It's giving can be used in a way to compare someone or something to another person or thing or to positively describe the overall vibe of a thing or person. Example, her outfit is giving 2012. That's a slam, by the way. <laughs> in this context, the subject's outfit is being compared to an outfit that might have been worn in 2012. Or she can say, her outfit is giving, which means it's it's good. So I'm like, all right, um, are you giving anything? <laughs> so giving. Um, let's see. The next one is fit check. Fit check. A fit check describes the act of reviewing one's outfit. Um, for instance, I need to do a fit check before leaving for the party. Fit check. Have you guys ever heard anybody use any of these? I would, if somebody was talking to me like that, I'd be like, wait, what? Huh? God, look at them. Like my dog looks at me when I'm talking to him and he like tilts his head. Like what the hell are you saying, lady? That's exactly what I would be doing. Like what? 
All right, slay. I've heard of slay before. Describe something impressive. Um, let's see. Her performance at the Grammys was slay. I've heard that one. I've heard slay. But fit check? Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, mm -mm. A gatekeeper tries to control who has access to knowledge and opportunities. He wouldn't tell me where he got those shoes. He was a gatekeeper. What the hell? <laughs> um, um, what does Mike say? Yeah, I seen it on random YouTube shorts. Oh, these words? I've got to, a guy says, the sleigh by a girl. Oh, all right, whatever. Have you ever heard a gatekeeper? Because somebody wouldn't tell him where they got the shoes from? keeping knowledge. You're keeping knowledge. You're a gatekeeper. Um, I've heard of lit if it means somebody, yeah, intoxicated. Yeah, that's been, that, that's been around forever, lit. Um, now this one, situationship is a romantic relationship that isn't quite a full-on relationship. So it's a situationship. We haven't talked about our feelings or anything. We're keeping it casual. It's just a situationship. What? <laughs> the drag races um, we call the slow guy the gatekeeper. <laughs> that makes more sense, Yancy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, situationship. All right. Um, Ghost, we all know that word when somebody is being ghosted or ghosts. Now this one, a person with riz, um, R-I-Z-Z, -Z, riz, a term derived for, from um, charisma is charming and puts themselves out there. Riz, you're riz. Um, that guy has riz. He can't get, he can get any girl he wants. He's got riz. And you know who they have the picture of? Oh my gosh. Um, if I, um, Pete Davidson, when he, when he, um, shortly dated Kim Kardashian, the, the picture is of those two together and he has his glasses like ticking, like tilting his glasses. Like he's this cool guy, Pete Davidson, he's got Riz. No, 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 no. He's, oh man. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, I'm going to stop right there. We can do more of those later. We're going to get into, oh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Is that what he's got? I wonder. What... <laughs> yeah, that's how it does. It sounds like a disease. Huh? That sounds better. <laughs> that's funny. That that would be perfect. It does sound like more of a disease than a um, char charisma, for sure. Um, all right, where's my game? Let's get this game going. Um, we'll see who's smarter than a fifth grader in this room. We already know Yancey is. Um, and hopefully these aren't the same. I tried to shuffle them up a little bit. All right, guys. So today, the first question we have is what kind of animal? Oh, gosh. Oh, I... You guys can get this one. What kind of animal is an anaconda? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Who's going to type it in there the fastest? <laughs> Damn, Yancey, you're quick. <laughs> First, second, third. Yancey, it's so fast. Yes, it is a snake. 
<laughs> it is a snake. Man, this game, I swear, the cars are so hard to get out of the... I'm just grabbing them off. So, <clears throat> that was a first grade question, by the way. We're, we're working our way. We're warming ourselves up to the fifth grade. All right. Um, all right. Is... Is there not a word before that? Is South Dakota considered a northern state or a southern state? <gasps> Yancy, again, again, Yancy, northern state. You all are smart. Mike, I know you've been working all day. It is northern. Northern. <laughs> But Yancy, God, how are you so fast? How are you so fast? Hi, crazy lady. We're we're doing we're warming up with some first grade questions. If I can get them in this little envelope in here. All right, Yancy's already Yancy, our last week's winner is already up by two. Um, let's see, and then Hanny with two and Shelby. I think you have two too. Two two. Let's see. Um, name the part of a tree that usually grows underground. <laughs> he got fast fingers. Annie got it first. Annie got it. You got it, Annie. You got it, girl. Roots. <laughs> All right. So, um, so you're tied now. All right. We'll do a couple more first graders. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Vincent Van Gogh painted the Mona Lisa. Is that true or false? Oh, crazy lady. You're, you got one. Crazy lady's on the board. It is false. All right. She comes in the room and gets right on the board. Let's see. Okay. In olden times, what type of boat was often used by Native American Indians? Yes, Yancey, you are correct. Mike, you almost got it. You almost got it. You almost got it there, Mike. Yancey, moving ahead. All right. Dang, you've got fast fingers. How do you do that so fast? Um, let's see. Okay, which is the closest to the sun, the Earth or the planet Venus? Who's got it? Who's got it? Who's got it? Let's see. Whoa. No, it's not penis, Mike. Get out of here. I was going to give it to you. I'm... It is Venus. <laughs> it is Venus. <laughs> not penis, Mike. <laughs> Where's your brain? Gosh. And welcome, um, civilian. Good to have you. <laughs> we are playing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Let's see. All right. Um, true or false? Murals are painted on walls. God, these are speak true. Yes. Mike, how did you do that so fast? All right. We're going to move. Let's see. These are all first graders. And we got, you know what? I'll move on to second grade. Let's move on to some second grade. Those are too easy. Okay, who was shocked? Who was shocked to find electricity by using a kite? Yes, Mike, you got it. 
Benjamin Franklin. Shelby came in second. Crazy Lady and Yancey. All right. Keep going. All right. Which two? All right. You guys are going to have to type two of them in there. Which two of the following words are synonyms? Um, you can you can type A, B, C, or D. Okay. So um, A is giggle, B is smile, C is laugh, D is frown. Let's say that was which two? A is giggle, B, smile, C, laugh, D, frown. Um, a, no. Um, Mike says D and C, no. <laughs> um, a and C. Yes, Shelby. Yes, Shelby. Giggle and laugh. You got it, girl. There you go. All right. You <laughs> tried to give you the letters so you wouldn't have to type those all out. All right. So this is a true or false one. And it says a suffix is added to the beginning of a word. Um, yes, Mike, it is false. You got that one. Um, let me see if I can read it through this envelope. A pre, it says false. A prefix is, um, added to the beginning of a word. So yes, it is false. So good for you, Mike. You're waking up a little bit and you got some fast fingers. <laughs> You're getting there. All right. And let's see. Groundhog's Day is in one month. Yeah, oh my gosh, Mike. Yes, <laughs> Shelby, you almost got in there too. Dang, you guys were quick. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Um, every complete sentence has two parts. A predict, predicted, predi it predicts, Never mind. I'm gonna move on to another one. <laughs> So I can read it. What is an elephant tusk made of? I know. I couldn't. <laughs> it's like all crinkled and I can't read it. And if you could see these cards, you have to stick it in this little teeny envelope that has like this little itty bitty red lot, like where you can see through it and you have to move it so you can read what's actually on the card. And it's all crinkled. Yes. Shelby Ivory. So it's hard to read and already I wish I didn't have to put it in this little sleeve and then it's all crinkled so I couldn't read what it said. Anyway, all right. This one isn't. Um, when little Miss Muffet was eating her curds and whey, a spider sat down beside her. What did the spider do? This is kind of a long answer. What did he, what did the spider do? <laughs> you kind of, <laughs> what's in the bowl, bitch? No, that's not what he said. <laughs> you have to, you have to, here, I'll read it again and see this as when Little Miss Muffet 
was eating her curds in a way the spider came down and sat down beside her. What did the spider do? He, blink, 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 <laughs> made her run away. Yes, Yancy, frightened Miss Muffet away. I'll give that to you. It's, yeah, frightened Miss Muffet away. Yes, yes. Um, in the city of New Orleans, in, is in, oh, the city of New Orleans is in what state? Mike, you got it. Let's put this card in there. Okay. Water freezes at zero degrees Celsius using the same measurement. At what temperature does it boil? Oh, everybody keeps saying 32. Oh, no, Yancy, Yancy, you got it. Yancy, 100 degrees Celsius. Why is everybody saying 32? Let's see, water app. And I just found the perfect way to read these two. Now I got to do it again. Let's see. There's a perfect way that the light will hit this envelope. Okay, the Chinese developed what fabric from silk worms? That's so easy. <laughs> silk, yeah, no, duh. Duh, silk. All right, Nancy, you got it. All right, let's move on to another grade. Um, ooh, I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw a thousand dollar one in there. Or a hundred million dollars. All right, let's see. What is that? It, what country gave us the Statue of Liberty? Hi, Saba. So good to see you. Yes, Yancy, $100 million. <laughs> it was France. Good for you. Hi, Saba. We're just playing a game right now. <laughs> so good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Um, I'm going to do another one of those. <clears throat> that was pretty easy for $100 million. Let's see. In 1852, who invented the first practical safety elevator with brakes? I would have no idea. I would have no idea. Oh my gosh, Yancy, how do you know that last name? It is Otis. The last name is Otis. The first name I wouldn't even imagine. I can't even imagine that you would get this. Um, it's Elsa. Elsa Otis is the name. Dang, Yancy, you got a big brain. <laughs> you got a big brain. You're, you're way ahead there. Dang. Some knowledge there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's do this one. Um, in 1620, the Pilgrims landed in what what now Massachusetts? Uh, which wait a minute. What okay? What what is now Massachusetts? God, Massachusetts. Where had they intended to land? Okay, they landed in Massachusetts. Where did they intend to land? Hopefully I can read the, oh, okay. I can read it. 
Um, well, it says Plymouth. Um, Virginia. It says Virginia. Is is Plymouth Rock in Virginia? Sorry, I don't know that. <laughs> um, no, it says Virginia. Yeah, let me see. It, this one's really hard to read. It says, in 1620, the Pilgrims landed um, in what now what is now Massachusetts. Where did they intend to land? Yeah, Virginia. Mr. A, how are you? All right, well, that was... That was third grade. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Um, this is a true or false one. All right. A bat is a mammal. True or false. It'll suck your blood. Yes, Mike, it is true. They are mammals. Mm -hmm. Is that because they're warm, they're warm blooded and they come and get you? Yeah, we have bats. They always fly through. Um, I don't, They come from the tree across the street and they fly between our house and our neighbor's house to get to the open field behind us, I guess to get all the bugs. They're not getting the damn grasshoppers. I hate grasshoppers and we have so many of them this year. Um, uh, four divided by four equals what? How easy is that one? <laughs> yes, Yancy, you got that, it is one. <laughs> I'm like, am I reading that wrong? Am I reading these wrong? Um, shoot. All right. Oh, this is K -K -K Canada. Canada one. Um, Niagara Falls is on the border of the United States and what other country? Oh, I just told you. <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> it is Canada. I gave you that one. <laughs> Let's see if you guys were listening. Um, all right. Uh, Put in this little envelope. Uh, find. Oh, this is you're supposed to find a misspelled world. I can't give you that one. Mm. How many syllables are in the word given? He's so fast. Yes, Yancy. Two. Give it. Give in. Um. Fill in the blank. This is a fill in the bank. Um, if I could see it. Synonyms are words that have blank meaning. Yes, alike, same, similar. Yes. You got that right, Yancy. Dang, you're fast. He's good. I get Yancey the next time we play. He uh, He's on my team. <laughs> Two, oh, this is another synonym one. And the Wizard of Oz is Gilda the Good Witch from the North, South, East, or West? Where's Gilda the Good Witch from? Gilda. Yes, Shelby. North. <laughs> um, Yancey's winning. Yancey's winning. Um, and then uh, you are second, Mike. And then I think I'm not sure who's third. I'm not sure who's third. If it was Shelby, I think Shelby was third. Um, let's see. I know I should be writing this down. I don't trust you, Mike. 
I don't trust you to write it down. Write it down. All right. Pioneer Daniel Boone founded what town in Kentucky? Oh my gosh. Who's going to get this? All right. Daniel Boone founded a town in Kentucky. What's it called? Not Louisville. No, not Bowling Green. Hmm. <laughs> Fried chicken? <laughs> no, no. It's Boonesboro. Boonesboro. You know, Boons. It's one word. Burrow. You know, burrow. Like a burrow. Boonesboro. That's where it is. Um, what time is it? All right. We're going to move on. Let's move on to the fourth grade. We're going to move on to the fourth grade. And I'll throw, I'll throw another. Yeah. Yancey's ahead because he keeps getting these million dollar ones too. But here's another one. President John Adams belonged to what political group? What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Democrat? Nope. The Whigs? No. Oh, the Whigs. That might. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're kind of right. Is it? Um, let me see what Mike has to say. The Republicans? No. The Federalists? Yes. The Federalists. Weren't they the ones that wore the wigs? Or did they all wear the wigs? I don't know. Let's see. Um, that was the hard one. That was. I'll do another million dollar one. I think you're kind of right though, Yancy. I think you're on the right page. Um, let's see. Um, all right. So what is the for force of resistance encountered when one object is moved? Oh, dang, what does that say? Moved in contract with, with the surface of another. Yes, friction, friction, friction. And that was another million dollar one there, Yancey. You're way ahead. <laughs> You're so much smarter than all of us today. Smarter than me getting this damn thing in this envelope, that's for sure. Okay, let's see. Um, and then the little red part isn't all the way long enough to see sometimes the sides of sea. If, if our planet rotated faster would each day be longer or shorter shorter yep and i was i'm gonna say i think it would be shorter i have to keep my mouth shut it is shorter it is shorter so Ooh, that was the perfect spot this is a true or false um the square root of 25 is five True. Not false, Mike. It's true. It is true. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right. This is another true or false. Um, it is the, it is the female lion that has a mane. Oh my gosh. That's like a first grader question. <laughs> 
that's a first grader, don't you think? <laughs> False is right. Yeah, that's and that's fourth grade. Oh, let's see. Okay, who was the first woman to cross the Atlantic Ocean in an airplane? Come on, you guys know this one. Yes, Yancey, Amelia Earnhardt. She was um, her like great granddaughter, I think it is. Um, she does the weather on one of the news channels out here. Mm -hmm. Amelia Earnhardt. Uh, one gram equals how many milliliters? Oh, I would never guess that. Dang, Nancy. Damn. Do you, you are so smart. Yes, you are correct. It is 1,000. Let's see. Um, I'm going to do a couple more, and then I'm going to play a funny phone call before I get into um, music. <clears throat> Let's see. Um... Uh, Elevation is the height of land above what? Oh my gosh. That is a fifth grader? <laughs> yes, sea level. You're correct. Um, <clears throat> dang. I'm not going to do that one. Let's do this one. What is it called when the Earth's surface is projected onto a flat map? What? I've never, ever, ever heard of this, but Yancey will probably get it right. Nope, that's not it. It's mediactor projection, mediactor projection, M-E-R-C-A-T-O-R, projection. Does that make sense? I've never heard of that before. I don't know. Anyway, Yancey, damn it, you're smarter than a fifth grader. You're smaller, smarter than all of us this Wednesday, this hump day. Um, all right. So uh, which one did I have? First one. Um, I hope I didn't play this one already um, where they were wanting to change the name um, of Denver. So um, let's say. For this, and th thankfully, we have uh, Denver to credit because Cheryl reached out to the show and said you should prank Kate. She works for the city office, like in public records. I'm like, okay, how are you going to prank public records? And then when we realized that Denver renamed themselves, we're like, oh, Highlands Ranch. Highlands Ranch. What are you known for in Highlands Ranch, huh? Well, I feel like it's the White Rock. Swinger Capital USA. Okay. <laughs> Will Highlands Ranch allow me to try to rename them Swinger Capital USA? <laughs> about putting forward some paperwork to officially change a name. Yes, that'd be me. Okay, perfect. I was so inspired last week by the city of Denver, and they just proclaimed themselves Hockey Capital USA, that I wanted to show some support and love for our great city of Highlands Ranch. Wonderful. That sounds fantastic. I would like to file paperwork to officially rename us Swinger Capital Thank USA. Thank you, Hanny. 
was like, no. <laughs> Look, we know it's Highlands Ranch, right? Everybody talks about Thank it. you, Shelby. What are you talking about? No. And hear me out here. I am a community member in Highlands Ranch, and I'm very proud to say that I support this message. Look, there's a lot that's of us great out for there. you. Maybe that's something that you like to do. Maybe that's something that your friends like to do, but that doesn't mean the entire Highlands Ranch is participating in something like this. <laughs> you I, may no. be surprised. Kate, look, I've got support from a lot of our groups. It's not just one big yeah. umbrella of us. There's a lot of different groups. Like, there's a group that's just into, like, couples with other couples, right? Stop, stop, stop. Just, no, I didn't mean to do You know that this is not going to happen, so what, I don't understand this call. We've got them supporting happen. us. Oh, we've got our computer group. They just hang out with other computer people, and they are, like, the freakiest of all of them. Trust me. They try to put their hard drive in everyone's USB port. <laughs> Even our small group that are really into mascots of all things, we call them dinger swingers. <laughs> they even oh support God. calling a swinger capital USA. Stop, stop, do not stop. And even if you thought this was a great idea, our poll numbers would never allow this to go through. When you say poll numbers, can you explain what you mean? Because poll numbers for me mean something entirely different. Not only will this never happen, this is completely offensive. So while you're drafting up the paperwork for me to file this renaming of Highlands Ranch, I want you to start thinking about the possibilities of the billboards that could go up to promote this. Like, like, a, like Highlands Ranch. White rocks and shared. Oh, stop! Please just stop. This is awful. Highlands Ranch, quiet suburban life with someone else's wife. We have a respectable community <laughs> that is not going to allow this to happen. Look, you have your subgroup of friends that you guys do what you want to do, then it's fine, but you are not going to put it out there as if our entire area does this. Do you think maybe anybody, anybody else in your office would support renaming Highlands Ranch Swinger Capital USA? Absolutely not. You don't think maybe even like one of your coworkers would think this was a good idea? No, no, not at all. Could you do me a favor, and and Kate, could you just turn and ask Cheryl if she thinks it's a good idea to rename Highlands Ranch Swinger Capital USA? Because she reached out to us. This is Tracy and says, welcome to Fun Let's see. There's one. You work for the city of Highlands Ranch. That's got to be something you're proud of. Part of me was thinking in the back of your mind, she should be calling Castle Rock. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe she did this. Oh my god! I'm so glad this is a joke. You guys are awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so there's your funny phone call for this Wednesday. Now. We're going to try <laughs> to um, do this uh, soundtrack. Um, I got the music all set up, and it's set up from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. And it kind of says, this happens, this song was played during this time. So um, that's kind of how I'm going to do it. So you to do history on the songs. I'm not going to do it this way on this um, on Wednesdays. So 
Um, I didn't know that this, the dark shadow was actually from like a soap opera, I guess. So it said that it, um, the dark shadow movie, it was running from 1966 to 1972. Dark shadow was a Gothic um, soap opera on ABC that focused on various members of the Collins family and the people around them. It was in the second season when vampire um, Barnabas Collins arrives that that the show truly found its footing and started implementing story threads with supernatural elements. Um, by the time the series ended with over 1,220 episodes, it tackled everything from ghosts, vampires, werewolves, time travel, parallel universes, witches, zombies, and more. Um, it was enough of a hit that Johnny Depp and director Tim Burton who were huge fans of the show, um, had begun to try making the film um, adaptation for years. So Dark Shadow starts with the prelude of sequel in which we find Barnabas Collins, who is Johnny Depp, has seduced the family maid, Angelique um, Bruce Bichard, and that's Eva Green, but he doesn't does not love her. So the beginning of the movie, this is um, the beginning of the movie, Dark Shadow, Danny Elfman. Here is the song. Thank you guys for the likes. I love Tim Burton stuff, so I think he's cool. And this just might be, I think this is just music, Danny Elfman. This is right at the beginning of the movie. Hi, Billy D. <laughs> Shadows Prelude by Danny Elfman. Now, um, this next Nights in White Satin, um, the Moody Blues, is, um, I guess it's playing while Victoria is on her way to Collinsport by train. So that is the scene in which this song plays. Nights in White Satin, never reaching the end. Letters I've written, never meaning to 
It's a good song. Thanks, Bam Bam. And a little bit more about the movie. It says that, um, so he seduces the family maid, Angelique, but he doesn't love her. Upset at the lack of commitment, Angelique, who is a witch, kills Barnabas's parents. Soon Barnabas falls in love with Josette, but Angelique's fury has not subsided and bewitches Josette into killing herself um, and curses Barnabas, turning him into a vampire. Then she gets an angry mob to bury Barnabas alive in the coffin in the woods, forgotten for 200 years. But this is when, again, Victoria arrives in Collins Port by train. Now I need to see this movie. <laughs> okay, so the next um, scene, she's identical to, okay, let's see. Um, Bam Bam says, and Victoria is her reborn, and she's identical to Josette. Oh, okay. All right. So the next one, um, and is that, okay, so the next one is I'm Sick of You by Iggy Pop. And the song is playing in Carolyn's room as she is introduced um, to Victoria for the verse, first time. Um, and I'm trying to see if it says who... Um, Carolyn is, uh, who is Carolyn? <laughs> Who's Carolyn, Bam Bam, or anybody who's seen this? Let me see. I see it right here. This is now in the 1970s, construction workers accidentally unearthed Barnabas's coffin, freeing him. He returns to Collinsworth, the family manor, finding in the state of despair and inhab inhabits the dysfunctional remnants of his descendants and their loyal helpers. Elizabeth Collins, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, um, is the head of the family. Roger Collins, Johnny Lee Miller, is her lazy brother. Carolyn, here's Carolyn. Um, um, Chloe Grace Amortis is her 15-year-old daughter dealing with some issues. Roger's 10-year-old son, David, um, who is played by Galvin McGrath, can see ghosts, including that of his dead mother. And Josette... Um, Dr. Julie, Julie Huffman's Helen Bonham Carter is David's alcoholic psychiatrist. And Willie Loom, Jackie Earl Haley, is the caretaker. And finally, Victoria Bella um, Healthcoat is David's new governess. So there's a little bit about that. Um, I, 
<laughs> Sweet Caroline, no, <laughs> I'm not going back um, for you. So, all right. So here is the song. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sick of you. And again, that is playing. Um, you can hear it in Caroline's room when she first meets Victoria. <laughs> Welcome back, Jimmy. Hey, with a what? Good to see you. Thank you, BP. Thank you, Yancey. Thank you, Billy D. Appreciate you guys. And it also says Barnabas entices Loomis into being his main helper. And after convincing Elizabeth of who he is, is allowed to stay with the family as long as his nature remains a secret. Um, they conjure up a co cover story of him being a distant relative from England, returning to help rebuild the family fishery, which has fallen into despair. It turns out that the reason for the Collins family's decline is that Angelique has built a rival company called the Angel Bay, which she has used for similarly to destroy the Collins family's legacy. Now Barnabas must deal with his family, confront Angelique, restore the family reputation. There's a lot more going on as well, including the fact that Barnabas is a vampire and has been feeding on a few of the locals. Victoria might be the reincarnation of Josette, which Bam Bam just told us. Um, Julianne has some of her own plans for Barnabas and Caroline's issues might be more than that of a normal teenage girl. So that is I'm Sick of You um, by Iggy Pop. And the next in the movie um, 
the, there is a first dinner that happens at the Collins home between, um, and that is when Julia and Roger are introduced. And during that time, this song by Donovan um, is playing Season of the Witch. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Bam Bam. Welcome. Thank you so much, Yancy. Appreciate you. <laughs> and when I was reading that, um, they they during construction they unearthed um his coffin it says a construction crew building a mcdonald's unwittingly frees barnabas from his tomb and he apologetically feeds on their blood and then makes his way to collinswood perplexed by the modern day technology and fashions he encounters <laughs> mcdonald's <laughs> All right, so moving on in the movie, um, poor little Barnabas, I guess when he was on his way um, to Collinsworth is almost ran over by a car. And when this happens, um, Deep Purple's Highway Star is playing. Oh, 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 oh,
Uh, I'm getting some music ready for you next Monday, Billy D. Double play. Hi, Pimpinema and Eunice. Welcome. That is Deep Purple with Highway Star. Um, and again, that was playing when um, Barnabas almost got ran over. <laughs> so now we're going to start playing um, Superfly by Curtis Mayfield. And that song um, was playing when Barnabas escaped his grave when they were building the McDonald's. Um, that song, this song is was playing. And it says he goes on to explore the city. Thank you, Yancy. Don't let you know what's doing 
<laughs> oh, I don't know. You know what? That would be kind of cool. I wonder if they're ever careful, you know, it being an old town. I mean, they they found Digger digging up the Rockies stadium years ago. They found the dinosaur. Crazy. All right, so Curtis Mayfield, Superfly, Barnabas escaping from his grave and exploring the sea. Okay, we're going to move on. And um, the next song um, finds, let's see, where are we? Angelique is driving to the factory. And this song by Percy Faith and his orchestra, A Summer Place is playing. The theme from A Summer Place. Oh, we all know this song. So she's driving to the factory. <laughs> oh, really? You are on the Black Dog Trail and our town is an Indian outpost. Wow, I bet you there's all kinds of cool stuff. It's <laughs> saddles and horses. You can only imagine, right? I mean, on our main street, there's these old buildings and the second floor, it's funny when you go up there, there's office buildings up there and the floor's wooden and it's all crooked and they have pictures. It was a, what is it? Is it a brothel? <laughs> in the olden days, they would go up there and that's what it was a brothel. <laughs> and they have pictures and everything. They have the old furniture. It's crazy. Okay, so that is Percy Faith and his orchestra, the theme from A Summer Place. Now, the scenes are moving on, and Barnabas is, um, repairs the house of Collins um, Worth, Collins Wood Manor. So um, they go in to fix it up, and while they're doing that, this song is playing, The Carpenters, Top of the World. <laughs> what a soundtrack. <laughs> um, well, they didn't have any naked pictures. They just had like old pictures of people dressed up. <laughs> Such feelings coming over me. There is wonder in most everything I see. Not a cloud in the sky, got my sun in my eyes, and I won't be surprised if it's a dream. Everything I want the world to be is now coming true, especially for me. And the reason is clear, it's because you are here. You're the nearest thing to heaven that I've seen. Not those kind of workers. <laughs> the explanation I can find 
back then they were like petticoats and those little pants and all kinds of stuff <laughs> their lingerie were those baggy things in the corset and it probably took 40 minutes to get out of That's the carpenter's top of the world. Barnabas is repairing the house of Carlin's wood. All right. So then um, Barnabas um, goes to the bar and meets um, Clarney. And while he's doing that, um, this song is playing by Elton John. Thank you, baby. Next week, we're going to be doing Saturday Night Fever. song is playing then we're going to move on um and johnny depp well wait a minute let's see we can't skip to there um the next song by black sabbath is playing during the scene where barnabas talks to caroline in her room about victoria because he wants to get with victoria it says um so here is paranoid by black sabbath <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> All right, so this next song, well, this is what um, Barnabas um, considers his idea of a song is when he does the Joker. my music in the sun that's it now this song the lion sleeps tonight by robert john is during the scene where willie sings this song in his car thank you yancy <laughs> this next scene cracks me up. <laughs> Thank you, Hanny. Thank you, Billy D. Thank you, Yancey. gotta move on to the next scene so we can get them all in so the next scene when this song is playing by barry white barnabas and angelique are having aggressive vampire sex so here is barry white with you're the fat first and the last my everything now just in your heads aggressive vampire sex is going on right now I can easily feel myself slipping the more and more ways. That's the world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. Thank you. 
<laughs> Very aggressive. Yes, Annie. That's what you are. All right, the next scene is um, a party is happening and start stuff starts to happen and um, T-Rex Bangagong is playing. It's it. Shit happens. Shit starts to happen, it says. I don't know what that means. After um, aggressive vampire sex, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> right? It should have been played during the sex scene, that's for sure. Thank you, Billy D. Thank you, BP. Thank you, Yancey. Okay, so continuing at the party, um, Alice Cooper starts playing Ballard of Delight Fry. This happens. This um, this is the second song Alice Cooper plays because I think he's he's in the movie. Um, it plays and Victoria is telling Barnabas about her past and then they kiss. It says that she reveals that she can see ghosts. The ghost of Josette her entire life and her parents committed to her to an asylum as a result, but she eventually escaped and Josette direct, directed her to Collins word, Wood. Um, she returned to Barnabas' affections and they kissed.
Welcome to the one corner 82. <laughs> I know, especially when you hear that song ever again, that's what you're going to hear. <laughs> Think of. All right, and then this one, oh my gosh. Okay, so the next scene, um, Willie listens to the new seekers. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony in the car while he waits for Barnabas. So here it is. I remember this is the Pepsi. Was it Coke? It was Coke. Okay. I was like, I remember the commercial and everybody's like all these people holding hands. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even like Pepsi. I like if I, I don't even, I haven't had a Coke in forever, but if I did, it would be Coke. I don't like Pepsi. And I take a Dr. Pepper over either one of those with maybe a little Jack in it. I used to, that used to be my drink. Dr. Pepper and Jack, terrible. Bartimus killed the doctor for stealing his blood to try to become a vampire herself and then went and put the body in the water. Okay, yeah, I read that, but it wasn't which do. And that was with this guy while they were waiting. Hey, Chilwell. Um, yeah, she stole his blood and then, um, shoot, I had that up here. Uh, thank you, Bam Bam. Yes. Dr. Hoffman learned his true nature and offers him to turn mortal. They start removing his blood. And then when he goes back to the doctor's office where he discovers her transfer, transfusing his blood into herself to try to stop her um, aging, he drains all the blood from her body and he and Willie dump her in the sea, telling everybody she went away on business. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then um, the last song from the movie is is um, Go All the Way. Um, it's sung by the Killers. And I have to put it on this one because it was hard to find. Um, it just says um, this was played during the credits. Is that it? Yes. I was like, <laughs> thing.
It is a, I've never heard this rendition by the killers. I like it. So that, this has been the soundtrack for Dark Shadows. Next week, we're going to be doing Saturday Night Fever for our friend BP. And we're going to get our dance on and have a little bit. Um, I think we've all seen that movie. Um, we'll kind of know where we're going. I'll get better at this with the scenes, you guys. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bam Bam. I was trying to get the scenes together. It wasn't, it's a little hard. And remember um, to follow Mr. Yancey, um, WKOP, um, and then also on Saturdays, um, Yancey, tell me the times, um, he's with Russ Finley, and I'm not sure what it's called, if, I, if it's called a show, but they, they do a show together, Hanny J jo joins them, um, fan, follow Miss Hanny too, um, and then also uh, the Coffeeville Department of Memes. Give them a follow and a like, you guys. We got to support our friends in here. If anybody else is in here that has a show that wants to promote it, please put it in the chat. I know I finally got it right <laughs> after all this time. Oh my gosh. I'm just so used to seeing the WKOP one. I forget the other one. So I'm sorry. I just want to. I want to make sure it's right. You get you guys, um, get you guys some following and stuff. We we need to support one another when you have a good show and um, get out there and support one another. Show each other, show each other love. That's what we're for, right? That's what I'm all about. Anyway, <laughs> I love you too. You're gonna get more look for the on the tenth, the tenth, Miss Lady. You're gonna get a package. Well, that was too early. I'm gonna leave you guys like I always leave you. <laughs> be the reason someone smiles today let your smile change the world but don't let the world change your smile i love you guys um thank you so much for coming in and supporting me um and this project of mine it means a lot um when you guys do that it really does there's other shows out there you could be in and your hair and i appreciate it so so very much so have a great rest of your day um watch each other's backs because man it is getting it's getting crazy out there people aren't we need more nice love you guys talk to you later Big hugs for you guys. I love you guys. Talk, see you guys later. Bye.